0: Silence! Oh, time! It's
1: time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast.
0: Can you dig it?
1: Dig it sucker! It, sucka. Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast six tracks and back to the it's podcast to the to the to the up to man himself sir him the
0: yo Tyler i have been fantastic this past week Work's been heh, work's been work honestly i've been doing a lot of tasks, a lot of chores, a lot of this and that, but what's interesting is I found another sports game for my PS2 this past week, and not just anyone, not just anything, NBA Live 2005. Now, this is a game where I've done a little bit of research, a lot of people have a lot of good memories playing this game, that Madden 2005, you know, ESPN 2K5, but uh, also the March Madness 2005 and so basically this year in gaming for sports gamers was really big because you had a rarity to where all these different like uh, companies like 2k and EA had some great sports games mm. and NBA Live plays into that to where it's the first NBA game they're touting as the first NBA game that had the slam dunk contest in it so I was interested so I bought it from my, like, I bought it from my workplace, went to go, boot up the disc, got into the menus okay, I tried to power on to a game, then a loading screen kind of uh, met halfway. And I'm like, okay, why is it not loading? Tried it again in a certain game mode, you know, reset the console, did the same thing, okay, it's pausing again. So, out of curiosity, I turn, I check on the back side of the disc. The disc has a lot of scratches, some like they are heavy scratches. Like, I'm very surprised this game is actually playing (laughs) Scratches. But, uh... Winlahead did a bunch of research online. I tried searching by Walmart. They do not have any type of of disc cleaner. It was kind of hilarious. I was talking with the dude in electronics over at uh, my local Walmart, and he's like, well, we actually got rid of the disc cleaner a long time ago, but we have some vinyl (laughs) cleaner right here. I'm like... I, I look at the vinyl cleaner. It's like $20. I look at the thing, and it has a scrub brush. It's like, uh well, I don't know if this thing could actually go through and was clean CD's, but well, here you go. And I'm like... <laughs> and I go through, I thanked him for helping me out, and then look at the thing, I'm like, nah. So, while I'm waiting the electronics, I go through onto uh, DuckDuckGo, the search engine of choice by yours truly, and, uh... <laughs> dude. <laughs> Basically, I just went through some home remedy stuff until I found, oh, okay, here's some what anti like uh, septic wipes you could use, and it's like, okay. So let's get like a box of like those little those little rubbing alcohol pads and stuff, you know, for uh, disinfecting wounds and this and that. So I got a little package of that. Came home, basically before I even began, I took a little fiber cloth. Like I got it damp. I started wiping the disc, not in circular motions, but just from like straight like wiping down little bit of water and stuff so i got the disc clean then i went through the alcohol like uh, little little bits yeah like the little freaking alcohol like uh, pads and stuff and did the same thing went ahead over with some water again then i let the disc sit and i'm happy to report as soon as that thing dried and i popped it into my ps2 game boots up i go to a game mode like the slam dunk contest and it's completely loading it loaded up into a game, so I am happy. I got the game for like two bucks. At least I'm able to enjoy playing some games, <laughs> playing some good games of basketball. Nice. So that in of itself is a happy moment from this week, but uh, enough about me. How have you been, Tyler?
1: Doing okay, you know, clanging and banging as always, you know, just uh, join the week, you know, uh, been a good week of gaming as always, um, but nothing too too exciting going with me I do want to mention a couple of things though uh, uh, one first off most importantly uh, two months till Extra Life Gables
0: no shit yes, I gotta sign are... back up with that stuff yes, dude we are
1: <laughs> we are ex- uh, almost exactly two months away from uh, it's on November 7th uh, so prepare to hear a lot about Extra Life for the next couple of months Um uh, what's happening people don't know real fast I'm sure most of you know 24 hour gaming marathon that Gables and I do every year uh, it's always the first Saturday in November so this year or I guess this year will be the second but it's always on daylight savings time in America uh, so 24 straight hours of video gaming all the money we raise goes to Children Miracle Hospitals that you can pick if you sign up uh, just go to extra-life.org and you can sign up there um, and you know start raising money to help kids but I also want to mention one more thing this is pretty oh, cool what's that uh, there is a, um, a excuse me I had a burp still have burp still burping Whew, wow uh <laughs> That was weird. Um, <laughs> there is a Mario Kart eight online tournament happening on Wednesday night. Um, uh, that all that is for extra life. All the, all, it's $10 answer. All the money you, um, all the money raised goes to extra life. Uh, it is, uh, if you want, if you want to sign up, just go to g slash carding for kids. Or if you oh. just go to nea.gg search extra life and it pops right up. But, uh, really cool event. Um, Like if you you can go and then you put it in your account, uh put put in what your uh your your name is on there. But like I said, it's ten dollars register to be in it. Uh you it's it's uh it's an online term, they give you code to participate. Um it's all you're playing normal computers, normal items. Uh smart steering is allowed. Uh it's thirty two races and you have four hours to compete. It's at six o'clock on Wednesday. Oh my Um, god. Yeah. So you can you know, like it's just it's on the switch version. Um and i let me see if I can find there are prizes. Let me look. So, like I said, so there's different like things. There's different like. So it's like ten dollars to register for the main one, and you're in. Uh, there's the Racer Hero ticket for twenty dollars, and it gets you. Um, you'll be featured on the Racer Hero segment during the event live stream. It'll be on the Twitch.tv slash ea nea, um, and then the uh, proceeds go directly to Extra Life. And then there's a thirty-five dollar ticket that um, you get everything below. Um, and you, they'll read your story, your Extra Life story that you put in on your Extra Life account on, on the air as well. So um, they're doing that. And then uh, let's see here. Yeah, so it's 32 races at 100, oh, 150cc. I didn't realize that. Oh my God. Uh, normal items, normal uh, normal, normal computer. Um, first place gets 15% of the, the proceeds to their Extra Life account. And you also get a HyperX Cloud Alpha as headset. If you get second place, you get 10% of the proceeds. And you get a charge play clutch and then if you get third place you get five percent of the proceeds as well so um i said all the money that they earn goes to the uh extra life uh hospital or extra life uh, uh charity um but that was a cool thing i just want to point out they retweeted it um on the Extra Life account so i thought it'd be cool to kind of give a little more um show out there so if you guys are able to uh, unfortunately figures i haven't worked i usually wednesday's are usually when my days off and I like the last like four months figures the one wednesday i have to work it, they have the uh event going on so i can't participate <laughs> but uh if uh you guys are interested in that check it out like i said nea.gg slash uh, uh oh jesus carding for kids or you could, like i said just go to nea.gg in the in the top right search put extra life and it'll pop right up um but gables i got we got we got to jump back here so before the podcast mm-hmm. you were telling me stories about uh you know going in um going to your brother's college town when we went to Washington state and they had something yeah. called cougar cheese. Yes. It, And I, I said to you, and you never even thought about it, this is how pure Gables is. I said oh, to him no. out of context, cougar cheese sounds disgusting. And, you, and you're like, you didn't get it right away. And then I had to, and then I kind of explained it and you're like, I've never thought about it like that. And it just made me forget how, just how pure heart you are. Gables. How pure <laughs> you are. Cause just like, as soon as you said cougar cheese, I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know? it's like there's like you know everybody has a phrase or like a uh a term or like a word that just kind of like cringes you know like um like for me it's like rectum it's uh, just i hate the i hate the sound of that word it's gross like uh my new favorite thing to say to courtney is love spit and it's just grosses her out or most <laughs> those are two things i say cougar cheese is that thing for me now uh, thanks <laughs> a lot cables <laughs> to
0: we, put we're... a little bit of back context into <laughs> what tyler is uh telling you guys about in washington state yeah washington state the wsu cougars they have a particular type of cheese that they make inside of pullman washington and they call it Cougar Cheese. Now, this is like one of those types of items where you can go on to, I believe it's either their store website or some some sort of like specialty website. And you can order like cans and stuff of them. Oh, but, <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> but the thing about it is, it doesn't taste that bad at all. <laughs> it's actually pretty damn good. I went to... Oh. And I was telling Tyler this before we started recording. Well, I went to this bar back around 2014, 2015 in Pullman. And there's boob, this like his I almost said booger. There's this his burger. This fucking burger with like the cougar cheese stuff. And I, I look at this and I'm like, you know what? My brother has talked about this. You know, he's, he's, he's actually talked about this. So I'm like, I go to the I go I'd say to the waitress like, hey, so I want this burger, man. I really want to try the cougar cheese. And so it's like, I go through, order it, I eat it. It's the most fantastic fucking burger I have ate in quite a long while. Flash forward to later on that night, and I have the worst stomach ache in my fucking life. <laughs> if you
1: don't, don't double-check that cheese before you eat it, I mean, bad things happen, you know.
0: Oh, well, yeah, that's no shit. Man. It's like, as, as good as that cheese tasted... <laughs> It almost matched the level of like pain and like all like that you know that grease ball pit in your stomach whenever you eat something like fast food related. Mm-hmm. It almost related me to like certain bits of food poisoning that I've had oh, yeah. for like, dude. Like yeah. <laughs> the food, and I'm talking about like the type of food poisoning and stuff is when you have a gastric type of like bulge inside your fucking stomach and you can't fart and you have to fart.
1: <laughs> Are you talking like every experience we've had at Taco Bell?
0: <laughs> oh i may be at that point <laughs> but uh yeah that's pretty much that in that regards you know cougar cheese washington state this and that so when i finally realized what tyler was talking about i'm like oh my god yeah inside of a bar context that does sound pretty damn bad <laughs> so,
1: gables did you go to a bar or did you go to a strip club
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, fortunately, there's not a lot of cougars at the strip club. Um, anyway.
1: <laughs> so you gotta go on a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> no, no, man. He's like, go on a Tuesday night. No, you just gotta go on the freaking like Sunday afternoon and stuff like that as soon as they go forth to feed their cats. Oh. Anyway.
1: Yeah, like, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> See, Sunday's also when the salad bars there, and it's really good. Um,
0: it's stripper salad bar what the fuck I, I don't know man
1: i don't know what is this show he's, anymore
0: you just go through your salad making shit and all of a sudden you just see a couple strippers on the damn pole just go, just like, well i'm gonna get my spinach and oregano here let's go ahead and get all this. Right? And all of a sudden our listeners just fall right off of the left
1: that big spike <laughs> that big spike in downloads we have just went away we just lost it gables <laughs>
0: It's gone. Oh, well, Do anyway, we... we are a gaming podcast. Yes, we, are.
1: we are a gaming podcast. Also, like it'd be weird though when you make you making a salad there, and it's like, is this ranch? <laughs>
0: <Whatever>. <laughs> you have to double check with the dude. The bouncer or something that's right behind the salad thing. Are you sure is this French? is sure mean, this ranch? Is this ranch?
1: <laughs> Is this ranch? Looks a little creamier oh, than usual.
0: Dude.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh God, it grossed me out. Uh ha- hashtag cougar cheese. All right, Moving on
0: <laughs> Oh god damn. <dude>. Oh. <sighs> Move <Moving> on. <laughs> what, are we, what what
1: what do we do anymore? I don't even know. Is that the show? I don't know. Let's uh, get
0: it into gaming news. Yeah, well
1: real yeah, real fast. I just want to appreciate appreciate everybody. We have, uh, if you've stuck to us at this point, if you've left, we understand. Um, but thank you. Uh, we've had like a huge, huge, huge spike in downloads over the last couple months, and we appreciate it. Um, if you like all that, all like what we're doing, please uh, share, like, five star review, comments, whatever you can do to help us. We're on everything Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, U- YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, um, you name it. We're pretty much on there. So. Whatever you can do to help us out, we really would appreciate that. Um, but moving on to the uh, news part of the show. There's no good segue out of Cooper Cheese um, and strippers, salad bars. Uh, moving on.
0: Uh, God damn, right. you're giving me these bad mental images. Let's go.
1: How, now you know how I feel when he said Cooper Cheese for the first time. <laughs> all right. This is so stupid. The show's dumb. Uh, <laughs> um, so it finally happened, Gables, a big one, and I'm not talking about cooker cheese. I'm talking about Mario. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. All right, Sorry, so
1: we're done we're done. are done, done with it.
0: All right. Okay, okay, what Tyler was actually gonna be saying is yeah, the big event did happen this week. And the big event obviously happened with Nintendo this past Monday... Oh, was it Monday? Thursday. 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 Okay. So, last Thursday morning, I get a message from Tyler. And from what he was piecing together, and from what I can understand after just waking up, like, uh, staying up late the night before, so, he's oh, like, oh, they did it. They finally did it. I look, I'm like, I look at the little thing. like, oh. Oh, it's that Mario announcement for the 35th anniversary. And so, basically, I go on, I start watching it, and yet there was plenty of good stuff that was unveiled at this event. So, it was around 15 minutes, I believe, in total, mm-hmm. but in turn, of that time, we learned a couple of new tidbits. One was the a Special Edition Game & Watch is coming with the first two Mario brother games. So, the original Super Mario, and Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels, that's going to be releasing this November. Yes, it's, I think it's November... November 13th. Yes, November 13th. Why the hell does that date sound familiar?
1: That's the rumor God. date for PS5 launch.
0: Oh, shit. Anyway, so that one's going to be at least around... I think the cost of that thing has been revealed as $40, if I'm not mistaken. 50, 50 bucks. Okay, yes. so for 50 bucks, you can actually get a brand new Game & Watch, a specialty Game & Watch that these type of systems had not been... Inside of uh, a retail setting, like an actual official retail setting for like a long ass time. So, this is interesting. I think that part of news was very interesting. Uh, a yeah. current day game and watch, and you have the first two Mario games, and because it's Mario's 35th anniversary, you've got like, a couple of different features. But like, there's actually an alarm clock feature with yep. like Mario and Yoshi and all that shit.
1: Yeah, and then like they have the the, the version of Ball with, Mar- with Mario. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, yeah, I thought there was a really little... Cool. And they said there's 35 little touches to discover as well with it. They no real idea what that means, but still like a little... I don't know, like little tidbits or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that looks pretty cool. I think it's... It, this is something, like, I'm probably going to buy. But it's one of those things that's, like, much, much like my NES Classic and SNES Classic. I'm never going to take it out of the box.
0: Oh, my God. I'll tell you what, man. It's, like, it's one of those things where I may buy one for myself and one for my little brother because, well... He loves his Nintendo stuff, and he loves his Mario stuff. Yes. Which, speaking of that, regards and stuff, huh, we should address the big elephant that's in the room in regards to this little announcement, and that's the whole Super Mario 3D All Stars.
1: Yes. Um. So it's been—I it, 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 went back and looked. This thing has been rumored since uh, February. This came out. This the whole thing about the All Star thing came out in February. And a little fun fact for you. Is that Nintendo put a thing out and I I can't find I have to find the article. But basically, like this was originally supposed to be revealed in early April. The Holy this whole shit. Direct, and it got everything's just been delayed. And they put like see if I can find it, but uh, continue on with what you're saying.
0: Anyway, yes. So Super Mario 3D All Stars. This is honestly, this is like a sequel series of collection of games from the original one that was released in the Super Nintendo back around 1993 in the US. Ironically enough, on the Super Nintendo app during during the time that they released this uh, whole Mario 35th conference and stuff, Super Mario All-Stars, the original remastered version of the first three Mario games that were on NES plus the addition of the Lost Levels, Shadow Dropped on the Nintendo Switch's SNES app. So that in and of itself has been a version I have not played for quite a long while. And I was so giddy after hearing that announcement because that was fucking cool. I love that. Yeah, I thought so, it was funny.
1: When I went on my Switch and I saw you playing it. it was third <laughs> one, <I think.
0: laughs> to put it in perspective, everybody, I have great memories. One of my best Christmases that I've ever had was when I was like five years old. Around the Christmas tree. My brothers are opening up their stuff. My mom and dad are all handing out gifts and stuff, and here I am as a little kid They recorded me as I opened my copy, like my gift, and it's Super Mario All-Stars for the Super Nintendo. Back then, when I only had maybe a few games I loved to play, let's just say I had a lot of sentimental value for this version of mm-hmm. the Mario games. Because that, in of itself, was one of the beginning phases of me getting into gaming. That Super Mario World, Star Fox, all of that stuff leading into what I'm doing now. Yeah. So to see a sequel series, like a sequel collection, <laughs> a sequel collection, man, that's something you don't hear about every day, <laughs> Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And what this package contains is up, updated, like up-res versions of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. But the caveat is both the physical and the digital editions of this collection set is going to be available until March of 2021. Why it's limited like that, I have no clue. I think that's a stupid idea to do that, personally. But at the same time, what we're going to be getting is a bunch of demand for these, for the physical copy. And we're probably going to have a lot of, probably like, uh, sellers going through and buy up bulk's. Because you know how Nintendo likes to create the artificial demand for stuff. Yeah, kings of it. But to focus on the positivity of it, you have the Super Mario 3D collection that's coming out relatively soon. As a recording, the date is going to be September 18th. So at least about another week or two. Mm -hmm. I am excited for this. I am absolutely excited for this. Not because of Super Mario 64, but because of Super Mario Sunshine.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Super Mario Sunshine. That's a game. That's a Mario game I haven't played for a while. I have Mario Galaxy. Hell, honestly, I am excited to play through Galaxy again because, hell, for the game of the generation for... Before this generation began, my favorite game of that generation was Super Mario Galaxy. I and sure that was because that, the yeah. it was... The level design, it was the way that everything else was cemented. It felt great. It felt organic. For Super Mario Sunshine, I'm excited to play that more so than I am with 64 and with Galaxy because I have not touched, like, uh, I have not done a complete playthrough of Super Mario Sunshine since I got it for the GameCube. So it's been a long time. I want to revisit it. It's time for me to actually go through and experience that game again. So, overall, let's see. Tyler, what did you think about that 3D All-Stars stuff?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited for it because it's just, like, it's just, happened, like, finally, like, that relief. Like, it's real. We know it's real. It's, like, I mean, everybody's been talking about it. When we talk about Nintendo, you can't not talk about Nintendo this year. Besides, well, that, besides Animal Crossing, you can't mention, without mentioning this. And, like, where's 3D World and all that stuff. It's, like, we finally... We're to answer it. It's awesome that soon, what two weeks away from the time they announced it. Yeah, uh, which is great because they're like there was rumors early in the week that that might get might get pushed to October November. Um, so yeah, it's it's really cool. I mean, I'm not really look forward to playing Mario 64 because I, I I had it on 64 when I was a kid. I uh, I had it on this on this on the Wii. I, I beat it on the DS. So it's like I don't really care about that sunshine. I barely played, but it's like I hate the water levels in Mario. So it's like I don't want a whole game of water levels for the most part. <laughs> I know there's more to it than that, but
0: no, um, man. But the most what? frustrating part about Super Mario Sunshine is regards to try to collect all the the shinies, the mm. sunshine like uh, sprites, because yeah. a particular mini games that are very hard. And I'm talking about that fucking mach- like that pachinko, pachinko one? machine. Yeah, yeah. The camera yeah. can be so atrocious. So I'm interested in seeing if they've actually fixed the, that problem.
1: Yeah. No, I mean for me the big thing is that like I've said that because like, I talked to Justin about this for literally what 13 years now since that game came out. <laughs> about how like I, I I love that game so much, but I hate the fucking Wii. I hate playing with the controller. I hate playing with the Wii It's like I for years I've when Justin and I have gone back and forth was, even on this podcast, but even before this podcast, like a decade before this mm-hmm. podcast, we had discussions about dude. I was so glad to play this with the controller. It's like finally I get a chance to play this game without the without the without the Wii which is with the, with the regular Pro Controller. And there was that weird back and forth there for a while where I'm like, mm-hmm. like I was like debating like, do I prefer this because like. There was like talks that like you had to use the the Joy Cons. I'm like, oh fuck that! I'm not doing that. And then I come to find out it's like I think it's like if you want to do two player, you have to use the, the Joy Cons to get the the little star bits and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm I'm incredibly excited for this. It's like I was telling you for the show. I was like I was like wavering back and forth between getting the Avengers or not on Friday, and it's like then this is kind of like nope, I'm getting this. This will be my <laughs> this is my game for September. Um, but yeah, no, I think that, I think this is really cool. I'm really really excited about this. It's like uh, you know because. Fucking Mario, man. It's just so much joy and fun. It's like, I've been craving some more Mario since Odyssey. I know this is not new with Mario, but it's like, to me, some, a lot of this be new. Like, you know, going back and playing, uh, finally get a chance to really play Galaxy the way I want to play Galaxy and hope it works well. Mm. I mean, there's some frustration. I mean, you, you know, trying you know, to keep positive. I'm, overall, look, I am i pre-ordered it. I'm going to buy it. I'm excited for it. There's frustrations about, like, you know, like, Mario 64 is like, because there was rumors originally, like, is this going to be like, it might be a full remake. And then, like, how, then we, yeah. we talk, like, everybody's Song, like, i think it splits up into three things or is this is going to be like how's this going to work you know, i, I thought about time it's like if you're not going to remake it if it's just going to be mario 64 just put it on the just put it on the uh like the 64 like online thing or service if they make they had one um or just re-release it on there but it's just like i don't see mario 64 is just four by three it's i mean it's up res i know and then sunshine is is up res i mean definitely it looks a lot prettier looks a lot nicer um i I, that's kind of why it's just cool to have it i I, you know on one thing but it's just like you know we have um you know with 64 it's like i i bought that game three times now already and it's like it's 50 i bought it like 15 bucks on the wii and now essentially you're charging me 24 now is the way it breaks down if i'm looking at that correctly and then it's like uh i think on the wii u uh they had mario galaxy you could buy on there for 20 bucks uh, well, you yeah. could Play it with the, well, you couldn't play on the Wii like, with the gamepad, but you could play. It, you could buy it in the, on the Wii U store. So yeah, you could
0: buy it in the Wii U store, but you would have to go through and boot up. I think the Wii menu in order to do yep. that stuff. I think it was correct. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was kind of a weird type of uh, thing they did with it. But yeah. in regards to <clears throat> excuse me, in regards to rebuying Mario sixty four. I mean, hell, Fuck! I have the sixty four version. I bought it on the Wii. Back when the Wii first launched in two thousand six, mm-hmm. when the Wii U came out and they had the Virtual Console and stuff, I got that little discount. I only spent maybe a little bit, but I have that for there. Then you have the super, yeah, the freaking Mario sixty four thing for DS. Honestly, the reason why I'm not so excited to play through Mario sixty four again is because I've played through a, I played through the, played through it a lot already. But yeah. I still, I know I'm going to go through that game again. I'm going to complete, going to get the. Freaking 120 stars, because ha, that's one of the things I love to do. Yeah. Hell, hell, dude, that's one of the games where I can go through with one sitting, maybe spend about five hours, and fucking complete everything in that game from beginning wow. to end because I enjoy it so much. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I mean, one one thing uh, what I'm looking forward to is like is because I can't wait to talk just about Mario Sunshine because that's like the one Ooh. that's like his glaring hole in his mario like because like mario mario zelda's two favorite franchises in gaming and it's like you know sunshine's that one glaring hole like where he, that's the one mario game he's ever beaten like you remember i remember oh. watching him, I remember, like, him play it back in the day when i go over his house and shit we play sunshine all the time and he just i remember him just not really caring for him he's like he's talked about for years. like we'll talk about you know games for all the time you know and he always talk about like he'd love to go back and play it again so like that's the one He's like he's like maybe I didn't give a chance blah blah blah. So it's like I, I'm looking forward to hearing his his, his thoughts um, about this and like what coming out because I'm, I'm wondering which one he's gonna play first. But I, I think it'll be Sunshine if by know him. But um, yeah, I mean, so what, what's your? I mean, overall, what just looking at this the collection here. I mean, what's your thoughts on the whole March 31st? It's gone for everything, Disney Vault.
0: I think it's a terrible idea. I it kind of leads me to believe that they have something else in mind in terms of potentially selling them individually but yeah. even if that were the case even though that were the case it, there's no reason why they would have to take it off the eShop at all because in terms of say a collection disc stuff it doesn't make sense that you would release the game both digital and physically and then after a certain period of time like how many months would this be on the market right here October, um, November, December, s- January just February, over March, about six,
1: six and a half months
0: really like just like around six and a half months I understand you would have a lot of time to go through and buy this game and do this and do that and stuff but I don't like the idea of having it sort of like a sacred thing with certain products where you only can buy it during this time frame or else you miss out and honestly this also leads me to believe this is kind of like an artificial scarcity sort of move by Nintendo where they want people to go into droves and buy this I mean, hell, it's Mario. People are going to buy it. Yeah. Mario games, they're expected to have a... They are expected to have a certain, like, tier of quality to them that appeals to everyone. And this is a game... This is a game that's being advertised and talked about on local news channels, saying, oh, hey, you know what Nintendo's doing? They're bringing out this Super Mario 3D All-Stars, and it's going to be released this day. And, of course, with that type of national attention, everybody... And their mothers are going to be going out and trying to find a copy of this to get for their kids, or to get for their boyfriends, or to give for like themselves. You, you name it. So having that type of scarcity undermines that because it's like we're creating that type of thing, and you can only go through that. It pretty much screws a lot of like future endeavors in regards to getting the game in of itself. Now, granted. If you buy it digitally, you can still re-download it onto your Switch. But that's why I kind of of thought this could lead to something else particularly down the line where they want to maybe separate these games and try to sell them individually, maybe on the Switch. Or perhaps they have another app thing in mind, like say what you mentioned previously, where they could have, like Mario 64 could have been a part of, say, like an N64 app on the Switch Online stuff. I mean, fairly easily they could have done something like that yeah but uh yeah it's pretty much what i'm aiming at you
1: know? yeah I'm, I'm thinking like best case scenario i hope to God they just break it up and it's like i don't know fucking i mean uh, depending on what they charge that i think it'd be ridiculous but it's like if they put it out digitally it's like mario 64 is 15 and then the other two are 30 or you know one's 20 one's they i don't know i don't know how you want to break it up and how the math works but
0: well yeah, like, considering that the whole package in of itself is being charged about sixty bucks, I could see Mario sixty four kind of almost similar, if not a little bit more expensive than what it was on those services for Wii and Wii U virtual console. Yeah. So I would okay. say about the ten to twelve dollar range and for odd no like for Sunshine, twenty dollars at least. Same thing with like say Galaxy, if it was just individual on its own.
1: Yeah, but I think the feeling they're gonna make it so it's more expensive separately because otherwise, it, like people like us that bought it early might like they might piss them off. It's like gonna buy them separately, piecemeal for cheaper. So I could see them doing like thirty, thirty, twenty, or you know something like that to make it. because it's like people mentioned like the Resident Evil collection that's on the Switch. Like you can buy the whole collection; it's four, five, and six. I believe it's like thirty dollars. Uh, or no, it's forty dollars. But if you buy them separately, they're twenty dollars a piece, so sixty bucks. You buy them right. separately. So I could see them doing something to that extent. I, like I said like. Overall, I'm incredibly happy about this. I'm, I'm going to buy it. I mean, it's like yes. It, being being a Nintendo fan is kind of like being an abusive relationship. It's like you like you're frustrated by them. It's like goddamn, it, fucking stop. It's like you know, you <laughs> know. It's like when you look at like people mentioned like the Crash Bandicoot collection we just had, the Insane Trilogy. We had the Spyro uh, Trilogy. Like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, one and two just came out this weekend. Like they're forty dollars for fully rebuilt games, and like they're charging us six dollars for up-res games. So it's like I, mean, I get like Nintendo that nintendo, nintendo premium Yep, they hold yeah, themselves it. higher regard Swiss tax it's like i mean f- for better or worse but they know we're also we're gonna we're gonna pay for it um yeah i don't know i mean i i'm incredibly excited i'm incredibly excited for it but it's just like with pretty much everything like with nintendo it's like there's you're like you're you love nine tenths of it but there's like that one tenth that just sticks in your crawl and that's and this is it for that was that i just hope that at least digitally they just keep it so you can get these games um and keep, be able to, the, to buy them afterwards
0: well, I can imagine so and stuff, but let's also share let's also go into like a little bit in terms of like a one omission that I thought was very strange. Mm, yeah. And in regard to not only this game reveal, but also the retrospective of Mario's mainline games and stuff for the past thirty-five years, there were a few games that I noticed that weren't shown. The handheld portion of Mario. I'm talking about say Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land Two mainline games, you know, like Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and the biggest glaring omission is Super Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah. That struck me as very weird in that regards. I don't know exactly to the full extent, but it it definitely felt out of place to where if you're going through Mario's 35th anniversary, and all of a sudden it's like you go through a lot of the mainline stuff, Galaxy 2, in the eyes of some people felt better than the original galaxy in that retrospect but there were different types of level designs different types of like worlds you can experiment you can like play through have a lot of fun and just experiment with you didn't have that whole elaborate like hub like hub world and stuff you pretty much travel on your own little uh, planet and unlock stuff and everything so that kind of gets me going like in a couple different directions but the main direction then my thinking is are they trying to save some of these games for another like collection?
1: Um I don't see another collection. Um I wonder, I'm wonder. i wondering because like a lot of people talk about like uh, brought up like a big reason why Yoshi was in the first Galaxy is because they had issues like putting him in the game and they just couldn't get them to work right developing him and stuff like that until Galaxy 2 came out. So i wonder if maybe like maybe they're having that same issue getting it to work on like a Pro Controller. Right. Um, so I wonder if that's the thing. I, I I don't see why they would separate it. Like it, it is a bummer that's not in there because everybody talks about like, Galaxy Two is the best is the best one. And I have a lot of fun memories of playing Galaxy Two with Justin. And I remember being there with him when he beat the final level and got the final star in Galaxy <laughs> Two. And that was like a really cool moment. Like after like hours, like I was helping him being second player and shit like that. We spent hours uh, in my basement fucking trying to trying to beat that. Like a ago. <laughs> probably yeah, Dude. fifteen years ago or not fifteen, like probably ten, twelve years ago. But um yeah, it's weird. It's just like uh, when I get, and this is kind of like a, a, a real like a deep wrestling thing to say, but it's like when I watched that when they like just like totally pretending that Galaxy Two just never existed, it felt like a very WWE move, like in wrestling where it's like, like if they don't want you to remember an event or like they don't want to change the narrative of like a storyline that happened or just forget the whole storyline happened or a wrestler happened or he whatever. Yeah. It's like they do, they will fucking do everything in their power and edit it the way they want it to. That they'll just try to make it so you never forget it. But it's like, we know it happened. We saw it happen. Like we know that we we were there for this. It's like Galaxy was like, it's it happened. It's almost like that's that's where my mind went to. I was like, I like they're almost trying to like erase the memory of Galaxy. I know maybe that's like they can't do that. um But it's just that's that's what my mind went to for that. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I never say never with. I mean, with Nintendo, you never know what they're gonna do. They the most obvious thing to them they won't do, and the weirdest thing you, that you never you can think of in a million years, um, they'll do. So I don't know do you, do you, do you see a collection or maybe maybe not a collection, but maybe a you know a, a Galaxy 2 separate? Do you think that's likely, or what, what are you thinking?
0: To be perfectly honest with you, I could see potentially that Super Mario Galaxy 2 in some form will probably be available at the switch at some point. That also ties into how I feel that maybe the collect- current collection that we have here that's coming out for Switch in the next couple of weeks may be sold individually after March of 2021. So that would make a lot of sense, too, because yeah. even having a lot of like these various older games separate for that type of price would definitely be appealing mm. leading up to an initial release that Nintendo will be doing which uh, we'll get right into in just a moment here. But before that, though, there is a couple things I do want to cover in regards to the Mario, like the whole Mario Direct in and of itself, the 35th anniversary. There were a couple other things that were announced in that regards, like the whole Mario Kart, the whole Mario Kart, like uh, this weird Mario Kart game and stuff like that. Mario Kart Home Circuit. The Home Circuit I thought that home circuit thing was kind of weird but it was also cool in a way as well where you basically use your switch to play Mario Kart and it controls the racer in regards to that the whole like AR I think it is that yeah, whole AR. that IR sensor or AR sensor yeah. or some of that sort. Yep, AR. I thought that was pretty cool because that's definitely going to be something that kids are going to want to play during like the holiday or some or whatever. It's a cool concept. I like that. We're using the Switch. Control Mario or Luigi via wirelessly for an RC car.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I think it looks really cool. I mean, it definitely, like, I have a lot of questions about this thing. Like, how is it going to work on carpet? It's like, how big of a space do you need? Because it's like, you always have, like, beer is really cool, but it's like, you need a lot of, you need a decent chunk of space. Oh, it's no like, shit. for this, you're going to need even probably more space. Um, and it's like, you know, like, and then, like, what about dogs? Like, we, you know, we have three dogs. Um, entry yeah. How's it gonna work on <laughs> uh, on like carpet? Is it only gonna work on really well on hardwood floor? And it's like, and this isn't, I mean, it's not incredibly expensive, but it's not cheap. It's a hundred bucks, and there's uh, it come, only comes with one. And if you want to buy the second one, you gotta buy wow. this, There's a Mario and there's a Luigi one, like, there's there's like a the collector factor, uh, f- like factor in me where I'm like, oh man, I kind of want to get this, but it's like, I don't know, I've just so I, I have so many questions about this thing, how's it about how this one, but it's like. They're, it's gonna sell because if they could fucking sell us cardboard and Labo this thing is gonna <laughs> sell you know so and they
0: could sell us a freaking like a scale back in the Wii generation if oh, they could God, sell yeah. us a freaking big old exercise ring and a stuff glove. for Ring Fit Adventure and they could sell us a glove back in the NES stuff then of course they're gonna try to or even then sell us, like, Lego sets of Nintendo characters I, and stuff. I
1: bought the Mario DDR game with the DDR pad, so I'm a <laughs> sucker, obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, people are going to go forth and buy this Mario Kart home circuit thing, you know? It's it's anything in regards to Mario, whether it be, like, clothing that's going to be official, like, for their whole friggin' New York, their NYC store whatsoever. There's all sorts of, like goodies that they're going to go forth and releasing, including a fucking pin set, which I really like, because yeah. it's like, dude, do all that. these oh, different... Shit. I know, right? right? That fucking pin set it looks so cool. And it's like, okay, choose... Okay, what's your Mario? And obviously mine's the Mario Brothers 3, because I'm like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, there was all sorts of various little things that they announced right there, from clothing stuff to, like, that home circuit stuff. Just a little bit of subsidiaries, but they also announced they also announced like uh, a game which we knew would be coming to the switch sooner or later from the Wii U, and that's mm-hmm. the whole Super Mario 3 d world. But the caveat with this, the main thing about it is not only has it been updated, but it has its own type of additional content with Bowser's Fury, mm-hmm. which from looking at that initial footage of what we were seeing, a lot of cat theme inside that level, so obviously the return of Meowser. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes, uh... the
1: greatest name ever created. <laughs> I'm going to name my son Meowser.
0: Oh, God. And All of a sudden, I just feel this death glare from Courtney all the way across. Yeah, hopefully internet. she didn't hear that.
1: <laughs> no, Maybe I can, like, if we get a cat, I'll name the cat Meowser.
0: There you go. But um, I, I did get her to
1: name one of our birds, Trico, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but I, I got that. Oh on that. So.
0: Trico? Really? Trico,
1: yeah. I, I got it on that one. I I, I, I could probably get meowser.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, the Bowser Fury, like the whole unveiling type of thing, that looks pretty interesting. I'm kind of wondering if it's going to be like a whole world of like stuff where you get to go through and do. I wonder if it's like another hard mode thing, kind of similar to how 3D World was with the freaking Wii U. But uh, also another thing that you can do, online co-op.
1: Yes god yes that was why didn't they talk about this at during the direct direct no shit blows my mind at least put a little thing at the bottom has online multiplayer or or co-op whatever like the only thing is like will it work because god knows fucking smash doesn't work very well online still to this day so
0: yeah i know smash doesn't really work online pay
1: for it but it doesn't work so oh
0: i know right i mean splatoon 2 is like all right mario Kart 8's okay in terms of its online stuff but uh I'm fascinated to see how well like Super Mario 3D World will work in terms of an online co-op. You play with a couple friends, do this and do that. I think the maximum amount of characters you can play at one time is like with four. Yep, four. So it's like, it's going to be interesting getting like a group of people. The only thing I don't like is you have to wait until February in order to play this (gasps) game. February 12th. Dude, I am so bummed that I'm not going to be able to go through and play this game for, like, extra life, because that would yes. be a perfect fucking game to play for extra life.
1: Especially in co-op, dude, that would be the perfect, like, you and me, like, just uh-huh. fucking hop, dude, that would be a fucking blast. <laughs> we couldn't chat, but it'd be a blast. we just go on PS4 and chat, I guess.
0: But... Yeah, we're probably just going to chat and shit for, like, for the PS4 and stuff, just get, like, a party going and <laughs> stuff, and it's like... Oh, I was like, oh, "Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh, what are you yeah. gonna do? You
1: fucking <laughs> asshole! You took all the cat, all the bells, you bitch." <laughs>
0: this is gonna be like our competitive thing for freaking yeah. way out, but just ten times more. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah. As long as there's no chess, that, that's what Bowser's Fury is. It's just, they just look, it's just chess <laughs> for fucking a no way out. They just put oh. it. That's that's all it is. Just to piss me oh off. Oh
0: my god! I'll tell you what, though, I'm very excited that this game isn't just a straight port from the Wii U. I love that there's the new content, you have the online multiplayer stuff on top of a great quality game that Super Mario 3D World is. It's a fucking hard game, too, when you're trying to complete everything. Oh, yeah. When I lost all my save data for my Wii U originally, when oh. the gamepad stuff was, uh, well, when the gamepad just basically just went like kind of crazy one day. I got it fixed, but I had to delete my whole fucking saves for my Wii U. That's and that's what tempted me before I got the Switch to play through a lot of my Wii U games at that point. I never got back to my original save data to where when I got back, I only had like a couple levels left in order to play through but complete. Now I get to have that chance again to play on my Switch. So, woof. Man, I'm yeah. looking forward to that game.
1: Yeah. No, like, i I've talked about this game. I've been, like... When I went back, finally played it when I got the Wii U. Um, this game was just, a, a, like I said, Mario in general is just pure joy. But this one is like, th- probably, it, this is my favorite, probably, Mario game uh, ever, honestly. Either, maybe maybe Odyssey is number one. Uh, but I can go back and forth on that one. But I, I've been talking about this like, forever since so they started bringing ports over. And the Wii U is like, this is the one like, I want the most of all of them. And then the fact that we're going to get new content, uh, online multiplayer, and Gables, most importantly two new amiibo oh that's right that the Mario I, and the cat I may or may not have already pre-ordered
0: oh god I've already
1: pre-ordered it. I like of course you already pre of course people. I did I told Courtney I'm like I gotta I, I gotta got be honest I, with you. I ordered more amiibo I was <laughs> like I don't know what we're, we're gonna put them but we got more I don't know what to do <laughs> it's gonna go nuts <laughs> this, is, this is my life we're just gonna oh, build god. we're gonna build our next house out of amiibo that's all I, all oh, I can think of Jeez. we got enough Like eighty of them now.
0: Gosh. Well, honestly, out of everything that was announced at that uh, Mario thirty fifth con, like that Mario thirty fifth conference and stuff, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of banger announcements that were Mm -hmm. went through release. Like one stealth announcement, I was not expecting, but the quality of it, I thought was fun. I thought it was great.
1: We there's one more thing though we didn't talk about Gables. And what's that? The Mario thirty five battle royale game.
0: That's right. I almost yeah. forgot about
1: that yeah. game, October first. Well, the other game, the other game that they have that you can't play until uh, after March thirty first. But I don't much care for battle royale games. I get into them to a little bit. I got into Fortnite a little bit. I didn't really care for Tetris ninety nine, but I'm terrible at Tetris. Um Courtney's oddly really good at Tetris. I don't understand that, but she is. Um, <laughs> but this this game looks fucking awesome, and it's free. It does. This I'm gonna have. A blast for about 15 minutes and get mad and break my switch. I'm calling it right now. That's what's gonna happen with this game. But it's probably
0: I'm... gonna be. It's probably gonna be like the type of thing where I'm having with Fall Guys right now. Where like I'm playing that game. <laughs> yes. I'm playing matches and I'm gonna get super competitive and I'm gonna get fucking pissed off because the game either did something shitty or someone fucking pushed me off a ledge or eliminated me at the last minute. Yeah. Kind of like, like with Fall Guys today, where like, I literally had a race. Oh
1: God. I'm all the so way sorry. to
0: the end. I'm like a two. Inches away from cross the finish line, some bitch just moves through ahead of me. <laughs> bitch.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get that. That's gonna be me with this. Like, I'm like, oh, come on, guys, don't don't say anything in my way. Mario's hard enough as it is. I don't need more shit in my way.
0: <laughs> it's like, I don't need. You, it's like, you just complete the level. You just collect your coins, and all of a sudden, somebody just gets you a whole bunch of fucking Goombas on your stage. It's like, oh no, 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 My fuck! it's raining Goombas! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's raining Koopas. Hallelujah it's raining Koopas It's going to be a good time I'm already, like I'm excited about it but I'm already mad I'm already preemptively pissed off about this game <laughs> I'm going to rage so hard It's not going to be fun It's not going to be good It's not going to be healthy It's going to be fun I can't wait Fuck this game I'm already saying oh fuck it God. I don't like it
0: You haven't played it but you I haven't played say it, it. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, It's the weirdest <laughs> feeling isn't it It's like I hate this game already But it's going to be a fucking blast Oh, I know, uh, that, right. Like, I'm looking at screenshots of it right now, and I'm just like, fuck this, man. <laughs> I'm like, just, like, all this shit on the shit on the level. Like, I'm like, this is nuts. It's like, Dude. there could be there could be one goddamn Koopa. I'm like, fuck. I'm in trouble. And then I'm looking at this one, there's 20. How <laughs> do they even fit 20 on the screen? It's so small.
0: It'd be like fucking going through, like, say, like, Puyo Puyo Tetris or whatsoever or something like that, and you're just, like, you're just going through, you're just completing little bits of, like, lines, and all of a sudden you just have... Some idiot in the fucking corner just going through, completes an entire line, and all of a sudden you get like about 40 or 50 of these stupid fucking things just going yeah. through. It's like, no, 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 not these bombs!
1: You know how hard it was for me just not to fuck this up already? Like, can we just play a regular Tetris? I might have a chance.
0: Oh, God. When you try to go back to a game that does something similar to that, like, say, with Tetris 99, and you're facing off against 98 other people and freaking... Mm. Uh, trying to complete your stuff and all of a sudden it's like you have that one dude who you're fighting you're like you're playing against and he's just super good and all of a sudden you're like "Well, oh, no wait come on uh, how the hell is your mind move that fast <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get it I don't get it this game's me fucking nuts I, I'm gonna have to play it like day one we have to like see if we can get like a, a group of guys to play it together on uh, Extra Life or something that'd be fun. Oh, it, there's a no like, way to party, party up on this that could be fun um, hmm. but they're gonna have to like fly to wherever they are and like kill them in person (laughs) i'm just gonna be i'm gonna fly to colorado i'm gonna have to kill aaron and tim i have to fly to vegas kill kobe i'm gonna fly to i don't know where cam is he's stationed somewhere probably hawaii i'll fly (laughs) we'll just have pearl harbor the sequel i'm just gonna bomb all of hawaii to kill cam that's what's gonna happen give this is what's gonna happen i'm i'm not all you need to do Jesus me courtney this is what's gonna happen. She heard my statement. and She's just like
0: Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not doing this. Cam did it. Blame Cam.
0: This is why Cameron left. This anyway. is why Cam
1: left. This is harassment for sure. He's never gonna hear this. But he's like, we, we, I've already thrown the bomb. I'm, a, I'm put it. i putting on made, the list like, for, a for passing sure. Passing a
0: reference or something on the talking shit page or something like that. <laughs> it's like, well, in this episode and stuff.
1: Cam. Get, Cam. We'll just call this oh, episode center. Cam. That's all only we're oh, going to listen God. to. Just name it after him. We'll call it Cameron. I'm not going to say his last name. I shouldn't say his last name.
0: No, 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 no. no. We don't want people looking him up and his, just harassing his him. His
1: social out. security number is... I'm sweating now. It's hot. No I'm already shit. mad. That's Same how weird. mad I am about this game. That hasn't even been out yet. Just the thought of bombing Cam. This is what gets, oh, this God. happens. Uh, but I, I did find the uh, article I was talking about earlier about how this has been... Uh, this direct... this. Supposed to happen nearly five months ago. Um, so the, the page is now gone, but this is from IGN. But uh, uh Wario64 on Twitter, um, love that guy. Uh, he found a thing where it says there was a Super Mario Maker 2 35th an- uh, anniversary auto auto Mario f- uh, speedrun announced. Uh, that's supposed to be announced alongside the 3D All Stars and the Mario 3D World Bowser Fury. Uh, between April uh April 14th and the 21st, so that's how long ago that was supposed to happen was so huh. yeah like I said just over, over five months ago, we we're supposed to have this announcement so, fuck COVID you know what I mean, fuck COVID
0: yeah, but at the same time it was a definitely a good surprise yeah oh yeah it's nice you don't have to wait that long <laughs>
1: that's true definitely like we we just had to, like like I was pulling my hair off the last five months like where the fuck is it but now you know now, now it's here so, yeah. good times good times, but uh. I don't know, overall, I mean, overall, you know, I mean, it's all said and done. What are your thoughts on the you know 35th anniversary of Mario?
0: I believe that was a great representation of a franchise that's been around for a hell of a long time. I love that there are specialty things in regards to, say, clothing, in regards to, like, say, different types of games that are going to be releasing fairly soon. It definitely plays into the theme of Mario's 35th anniversary. It also signifies a lot of goodwill and also a lot of good, like, a lot of good feelings, a lot of good, like, gameplay moments for people that have grew up playing Mario games and stuff until, you know, the whole thing, the whole thing about Super Mario All-Stars, stealth releasing on the Switch, SNES app, the, the kind of the, the sequel collection with the Super Mario 3D All-Stars with those three games of Mario 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, and stuff. All of this entire thing, I, in my honest opinion, was pure joy in that regards, and I really loved it. And quite honestly, it makes me look forward to next year when it comes to the Legend of Zelda's thirty fifth anniversary. Oh
1: God, I can't wait till September of next Ooh, year when they announce everything. Boy, uh, hopefully it's sooner. Ooh, God, boy. Give, me, give me Breath of the Wild too soon, please.
0: Ooh, I'm so excited for Zelda's anniversary next year. Ooh,
1: like, boy. I'm already like pre raging about Mario thirty five, but I've already got a a pre boner for uh, Breath of the Wild here. <laughs> so this is where we're at right now. Yeah. So
0: what would you think, Tyler? Uh
1: overall, you know like I said, like I I well, I have gripes, like I said, 9 tenths of it awesome that one tenth bother body overall. It's like I've already fucking pre-ordered digitally uh my copies of 3D World and um Mars for I have I have like 200 I i literally have a $75 uh eShop card that I can't put in my account cuz I max out my uh my bank <laughs> on my on the Switch, which I didn't know, I know the thing you could do. I've had for like five months. You
0: can back the damn bank thing on yeah. your Switch?
1: Yeah, PS4, Xbox, and um, uh, Switch have a $200 limit. Uh, So I've been, I've had a cap. Holy shit. Yeah. So I, I maxed out like five months ago and I literally have a card in my hand right now for $75 that I can't put (laughs) in my account that I've had since like literally like February. So I'm so happy that I'll finally be able to put that account, put that card in my account so I don't lose the code. Uh, that's, that's just more anxiety that I don't need. But, um, I don't know. I, Tyler's I,
0: first of problems.
1: I, first world problems, you know. This is obviously the biggest issue in the country today, is the fact
0: I can't put this $75
1: card in my Switch account. That's it. I mean, I we on, on the 11th, when the money comes out of my account, like with that card in, we've solved all the problems. Right there. Oh Why vote, you know? We, we've solved the problems. I, I did it right now. Don't Jesus me, Courtney. This is happening. <laughs> I don't need you <laughs> judging me. <laughs> Sorry. She's gonna I'm gonna yell that when it's over. <laughs> she's going to bed, she said. Love you. <laughs> she's gone. We're good now. Uh but I, I won't oh lie, those shoes, I want those shoes so bad. Those those pumas that they they put out. Um it looks so good. But they're so I just literally looked it up, they're sold out gables.
0: So. Uh, well, I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. I, I, probably the moment they went up, they were gone. But um, yeah, I, I kind of want those uh, if they're not sold out yet. There's those those uh, like Splatoon Mario shirts that are out. You can buy. Oh. I think they're like 25 oh, bucks yeah. a piece. I kind of want those. I'm gonna look them up right now. Uh, Mario Splatoon shirts. Here we go. First thing popped up. Uh, okay. All right. I don't fuck care about the actual Splatfest. Fuck the Splatfest. Where the fuck are the shirts? Here it is. Oh, okay. All right. I can't find it. I'm giving up right now, but, um, <laughs> I, it took me more than three clicks. I can't find it. I've given up. They don't exist. Um, but yeah, no overall. I, like I said, I loved it. I'm, I like, I said, I'm pumped. Uh, probably the best gaming news we've had all year. Um, I actually think this is probably the best game he's had all year. Uh so yeah, I can't wait. So uh, about two weeks from now we'll be playing uh I'll finally get to play Sunshine for real. So that's gonna be pumped. But uh you know we're going from uh you know, a big announcement to an upcoming uh, uh announcements here with we have a Ubisoft forward on September tenth cables. Um so we have the Ubisoft uh, forward, the first one back in July. They said they're gonna have another one this year. I don't know if we're gonna have more than this one, but um it's gonna be on this Thursday, September tenth at 12 pacific time um, there's going to be like a hour pre-show before that but they had a teaser trailer with a show to hyperscape rainbow six siege they're going to talk about watchdog legions and there's going to be some announcements they also we finally so this leaked last week um, but we have a confirmation now that Gaza monsters which is like their Ubisoft's like breath of the wild ripoff game um, is officially called immortals phoenix rising with, a, with phoenix being spelled f-e-n-y-x and god damn it gables i hate it I hate that fucking name. I don't know why. Gods and Monsters, not a bad name. It's a weird name. Not a bad name. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. I. That should be like Gears of War 6. That should be the top. Phoenix Rising. <laughs> that should Marcus Phoenix Rising. But, um, and then Xbox accidentally leaked, like, a release date potentially of December 3rd for that Immortals, Phoenix Rising. And then also there's a rumor that we we're going to have the um, Prince of Persia remake uh, reveal at this event. So, I don't know. I mean... I have a weird relationship with Ubisoft. Where like you asked me a few years ago, like they're my favorite, probably my favorite developer out there, third party wise. Uh, and now I think for a lot of people, including myself, uh, where it's like they've kind of gone downhill a little bit. Like they they found a, a thing that works for them, a niche that works for them, and it's just I'm not, I'm not a fan of how, where they're going in that direction. But I don't know. I mean, are you looking forward to this? I mean, is there anything that might tickle your fancy out of this?
0: Well, honestly, the only thing I'm really looking forward to from this thing going in with low expectations is uh, a potential of seeing a, like the whole, maybe a rebirth for, or a remaster or whatever the hell of Prince of Persia, you know, maybe if rumors are persisting and this is taken with a grain of salt, there could be something in regards to maybe like a remastering the original Prince of Persia Sands of Time, Mm -hmm. which if that's the case, I would be all for that. Yeah. because that's a supposedly a great platformer, and it's one of those games I never played back then.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the there's the Prince of Persia remake rumor out there. Like, even was like, there was like a listing that went up not too long ago, but they didn't say which Prince of Persia it is, so we don't even know which remake it like for the remaking. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I, the big thing. I think it's cool that like they said there's gonna be some surprises at this. So I think Prince of Persia may be, gonna be a surprise. Mm. I hope the Gods and Monsters thing is December third because uh, it was funny they had a google stadia accidentally leaked the demo out like a uh, few months ago for like an hour yeah. you were able to play the demo on their stadia account um, oh. and there's some stuff on there's like some videos on uh youtube they you can look up for if you just look at gods and monsters gameplay and it's the only game like all we have was a teaser from them from like last e3 and that's all we have because was supposed to come out i believe beginning of this year but then got delayed right um and i've seen some gameplay of it it's it's definitely rough like it's it's like an early demo of the game an early build but like it definitely looks like imagine like uh Assassin's creed odyssey and breath of the wild had a baby and this would be it like it just looks like hmm. it looks like breath of the wild but it has like just everything else about it. like the way like the game works the game plays like the level it has the levels that like the, the the pause menu everything like that like, Everything just looks like a fucking Assassin's Creed Ubisoft game. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, who knows? Uh, but I mean, from what I saw of it, I hope. I hope you know, I'm assuming we're going to find some gameplay for it. Hope that December third uh, date is real because that'd be awesome. That'd be kind of crazy to think about though, because like you're going to have, in, like I think it's like October 29th we have Watchdogs. Uh, so I'm assuming this will be the last big push for Watchdogs. I think November 17th we have Assassin's Creed. Um, what is this Valhalla? Valhalla? Valhalla yeah, thank you. And then we have possibly Immortals, Phoenix Rising, worst name in gaming ever. But um on December third. So they have three big games in three and basically what five weeks. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. And then Prince of Persia remake. I never like Prince of Persia was one of those games I just I missed out on in that in their time, so I'd be pumped to to uh to to play that again. But uh I don't know. Anything else you want to say before we move on?
0: No, let's go ahead and move on. Okay.
1: Alright, well, moving on to the last topic of the show this week. Um, so, you know, Halo Infinite was delayed from uh, launch title this year to 2021 with no, like, release period other other than the whole year. Uh, a lot of people were like, maybe this will be, like, an early 2021 game. Maybe, like, a you know spring 2021 game. Well, it's come to find out that a uh, guy named J- Joseph Stant- Staten, I believe is how you say his name, who was the uh, uh, original writer and a, uh, director on the original trilogy... Uh, Is come back to help. Um, uh, oh, fuck, who makes three four three? Sorry, uh, make this uh, finish up this game It help finish the fight for getting Halo Infinite out. Um, so it's kind of like a little like concern. He left Bungie in two thousand thirteen. Uh, he's been he's he stuck with Microsoft once they left and went on their own to do Destiny and all that. But um, I don't. know, I mean, this. Um, this I don't know. This concerns me a little bit. Like we're like. Is is Halo in more trouble than we originally thought? Gables, what do you think?
0: To be perfectly honest with you, it definitely doesn't bring me a bit of confidence to know they have to bring in a producer who initially helped with the original game, because that game was pretty close to being released this year. Actually, yeah. it not even like a couple months away the thing would have been launched until they delayed it until next year. So there's got to be something going on story-wise, fundamentally, that they're not getting. If they really want to nail Halo Infinite, they have to hit on all cylinders with this thing. And obviously, this is definitely something to where they felt they needed the assistance of uh, Jason Stanton, I think it is. Joseph. His name is. Okay, Joseph. Joseph. So honestly, I think this is a great move by them in order to try to establish that same sort of feel or according to his direction going through at least a better quality in terms of the storytelling. Honestly, at this point we don't know too much uh, in regards to what direction he, the story is going to be going or leading into, but uh, I feel it's definitely a good move by three three in this regards.
1: Yeah, I mean like, it's concerning because it makes you like yeah, it's just thing, and I was wrong. He did actually leave with Bungie, helped co create and write um, Destiny. They left in 2013 and came back to Microsoft. Um, and he recently just helped Don't Nod release the first episode tell me why. But I don't know, there's another tip here from uh, Bloomberg, which is you know, where Jason Shire works. He said that Stanton, uh, Stanton was brought back to get, the, get it back on track, in quotations there, uh, and avoid any further delays. And then on the other side, uh, Pierre Hintz, uh, who was the head of the Master Chief Collection, has been brought in to uh, be the project lead on the free-to-play multiplayer side of Halo Infinite. So, I mean, it's... You have two minds where it's like, it's scary. Is like, is you know, 343 able... Is are, are they just not capable of handling Halo at this point? I mean, this like this studio is built, literally, I mean, for Halo. It's much like the the, uh, the Coalition was built for Gears, but it's like... I, I feel mm-hmm. like... Personally, I feel like Gears is better than ever Coalition, but... I think sales and overall uh, media has is shown otherwise, but we're going, you know, sticking with it with Halo here. Uh, yeah. It's, it's concerning. And it's like, we thought we've talked about it many times Like Halo is their, it's their mascot. You know, it's like if Mario took a downward spiral and they brought back Miyamoto Miyamoto, you know, it's like you, there was a, there was like, we had like a decade or more of bad Mario games or just mediocre Mario games, you know? And then like the big one we thought was finally going to do it. And they brought Miyamoto or something to, to fucking knock it out. Like, oh shit man maybe this game is bigger trouble than we thought but all right awesome and it's like kind of the same thing all right cool awesome they like, brought back this guy that helped um was a big part of the original trilogy so um it you know like i said it's of two minds where it's like you know it's scary that is it worse than we thought where this game needs to be but also it's awesome where it's like they're not fucking around like they're it's all it's guns blazing on getting this game work because like like we've said a lot of people said like they can't like this is their last real chance to like Bring back Halo and bring it back in a big way. Like there could be later on down the line where like maybe Halo Seven or whatever they want to call it is actually the Halo that we've been waiting for forever. But like at that point, it's like I think the big you know casual audience of fans and the people that were fans of Halo back in the day that left and like all right, Infinite was your last chance and they fucked it up. It's like they're never gonna get those people back. So it's like like you said like if even this game gets delayed to 2021 or to the end of 2021, like there's that's okay. Like it's it's so too much to the point now where it's like microsoft came out and said like we're not there's no plans to delay till 2022 and it's like whoa like where'd that come from it's like what do you mean there's no plans like or oh, is that even a discussion you know um so I don't know, like i said they can't fuck it up i i hope i hope for their sake because like i you know the, the better the competition the better like you know i have an xbox one x i want a reason to buy a series x eventually you know halo could be that reason i don't know but it's like, the better that they do, the better it is for everybody, you know, for gamers, especially. But, you know, the, the you know we PS5 needs that competition to, to stay afloat. Nintendo just does their own thing and they do really well with it, so, for the most part. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much what anything else before we move on to what we've been playing?
0: Honestly, I don't have anything else to contribute to it.
1: Okay, cool. Well, Gables, uh, well, it is time now for the, uh, what we've been playing part of the show. Uh, Gables, what have you been playing this week?
0: Okay. So, obviously, with the whole Super Mario 35th anniversary stuff going on, obviously, I had to go through on my Switch and play some Super Mario All Stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my gosh. It felt good to go through and see familiar aesthetics, familiar graphics, and stuff. Because honestly, those were the games that I initially went through and beat before going back to the originals on the NES and stuff and playing through a lot of them, beating them. But, uh,. I'll tell you what, the gameplay of itself for each of these games is still fun. It's still fantastic in terms of the representation, no types of like delays in regards to the streaming of the Super Mario All-Stars. As you can expect, the original Super Mario Brothers, honestly, not too difficult. It isn't that difficult of a game in some aspects. Shut I was able up, to go
1: Gables, through. you son of a bitch. Really? <laughs> it's not that hard. I beat it once... Ever,
0: I'm talking from the perspective of someone that's actually like played through a couple of different Mario games. You could just say
1: stuff. it for the perspective of someone that's actually good at video games. We know what you're thinking.
0: <laughs> okay, well, anyway, I went through the original Mario Brothers. It wasn't so bad to me, but uh, I finished it in the span of a day. But in regards to, in regards to some of the other games and stuff, let's see, Super Mario Brothers Two. I went through Super Mario Bros. 2, and I did have little bits of difficulties here and there, only because I decided instead of using warps and instead of using like uh, instead of using warps or in specific tricks in that regards, I wanted to do full solid gameplay of all the all the different types of levels in the main games, from Super Mario Brothers all the way up to like all the other games. So I played through it completely with the original Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Bros. 2, I did the same thing. I, I saw myself actually getting stuck on some of the uh, later levels inside of World 5 and also, like, some bits of uh, World 6 as well because there is a specific portion that... There's this one stage in general where you have to walk this tower, right? These two towers, right? And so I come to a point where I'm stuck in between... You have these two towers, you have a plant which has a potion, and then you have these various clouds, right? And so in order for me to get the mushroom for this, to get, like, a an additional health bar, I had to take this potion, right? I had to go all the way to the left, jump in these clouds, jump on top of the platforms on top of these towers, like, put down my potion, go in the door, and all of a sudden, that's where I had to go through and get the mushroom. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. Well, we're going to have this type of difficulty, are we? <laughs> but, uh, you know, playing through the, the remake... Yeah, the re skinned version here of Super Marvel Bros. 2, it definitely felt good. I had a little bit of difficulty with some of the bosses, say like uh some of the like the triclide and like the fucking the whole like uh fucking crab or something that tosses rocks at you. What's kind of interesting in that regard, the fucking crab, I don't know why. It's like you could you could potentially grab like some of the rocks, like at the right point, maybe the right timing or something when you jump. But the hitbox is so finicky that if you try jumping on a rock while that damn crab's like throwing in it stuff, it'll hurt you. And here I am. The whole premise of this boss battle is to wait for the crab to toss these rocks and it has to hit the other platforms and stuff and try to roll at you. And you're supposed to stop the rocks by either jumping on them and grabbing them to toss at the darn thing but the hitbox and some of the things where it'll damage you when you try to actually jump on some of these rocks. <laughs> so that was very fun in that regards. But honestly, the last portion of the game, where you have to play that whole like 7-2, navigate throughout that whole puzzling kind of terrain where you can do multiple different paths to get to Wart, and then fighting against Wart and stuff. And this stage is actually a lot better looking than what it was for the NES. He has, like, all these various, like, uh, these plants that are spewing out of this machine and stuff, and you have to feed him these freaking vegetables because he hates vegetables, and that's what he ends up killing him. So it's like, I went through, I beat Super Mario Bros. 2, very happy with that. I used Toad throughout that almost that entire game. So to put into perspective, at the end of the Super Mario Bros. 2, it shows you a counter on how many times you use a certain character.
1: Hmm.
0: I used Mario twice. I used Luigi once, and that was because of stage inside of World Six that you have to you have to use these these uh, enemy characters. Call it an Albatross, right? Where you have to jump on them, you have to ride them through the entire stage. Because if uh, you make one false step and stuff, you, you are pretty much dead, as you fall to your death. But uh, I used Luigi once. I used Peach twice, and that was because of. Uh, World 7-1, I remember, because I could use that exploit to where I could jump on one of the albatrosses that are heading left of the stage without having to uh, catch one at the far end of the stage. So I used this shortcut that I generally would use in 7-1 to get to like the end of the level quicker. So I used her there. Toad, I used 15 times. <laughs> 15. And that's and basically... Like I said before, those counters are how many stages you complete with each character. So there's like 20 stages, I think, roughly. From World 1 all the way to 7-2. So I use Toad. Toad is awesome in that game. Peach has that nice levitation like uh, ability that she has. But she is the slowest when it comes to pulling like vegetables and trying to toss them and stuff. Luigi has that flutter jump. So he's definitely excellent when it comes to like terraining high platforms high this and high that but Mario is an all-around character so he's neither terrible at some stats or incredibly awesome in some stats. He's a balanced character that you can use just cuz. So that was fun playing that. Mario 2. Super Mario All Stars, the Lost Levels. That is the last Mario game actually I've beaten of this collection so far of Mario All-Stars. I still continue to say, like I did while playing through the Lost Levels in the 3DS this game is a fucking troll. <laughs> it can be a fucking troll. Case in point, when you're going towards the later half of that game and you come across a stage where you have to jump over these Hammer Brothers, right? But you hit a fucking block above one of the Hammer Brothers and you fall on top of one of them and die. <laughs> that is definitely something that uh, kind of ticked me off a bit like, oh, what the fuck? How was I supposed to know that was going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like obstacles that you are not going to even remotely think about terraining. and speaking of another one there was an instance where I was stuck in stage 3-4 for Super Mario Brothers all like Super Mario Brothers lost levels I could not figure out how the fuck I was supposed to terrain this thing you know I came across like a floating like pipe right and it has the two platform stuff I jump up and I hit a block and so I figure okay let's climb up the block see if I can jump up to that pipe and I'd fall to my death because it was just high enough to where I could not jump on it so I have to use the rewind feature obviously I used rewinds I did use a bit of save states to try to go through certain aspects of it so I didn't wouldn't have to repeatedly go over and over again play through the game like I did back in the day because that's what killed that game for me back in the day but uh, I end up finding out through watching a video on YouTube that someone literally jumps across the stage. He didn't even go to the pipe, right? He had this large gap. And so he jumps across, and there's these two blocks on the entrance part of the land that's right across. He jumped at it just right to where he jumps on the land and glitches up and over the damn thing. And I'm thinking to myself, huh. how the fuck am I supposed to do that? <laughs> so... Obviously, I try. I try again. I try again after that. On the fourth try, I actually managed to get it to where I jump on the little piece of land and jump over the block, and I'm like, okay, saving that. I'm not going to do that again. Let's go forward." <laughs> and so, eventually, I get to the World 8. World 8-1 is kind of hilarious because... At the end part of that stage, you have to train these like these floating platforms and these pipes with piranha plants that you have to meticulously avoid. The timing of these piranha plants are going to kill you if you are not careful. If you're careless like I was and try to rush through the stage as fast as I could because that's how I played Mario games back then. <laughs> well, you're going to be in for a rude awakening when you're going to go through and you have these two pipes that are above each other, right? Like you have a like a pipe above and a pipe below and they're facing each other and all of a sudden you have these two fucking piranha plants that are going to go and just like within a span of a second intervals and stuff they're going to go through and like uh, pop out of their freaking pipes so there were a couple deaths in regards to that but the last Bowser was interesting the last stage of Super Mario Brothers The Lost Levels was fascinating because <coughs> You have to go through a certain pattern. The past, previous worlds at the Bowser stage, the Bowser Castle, you have to go through specific patterns, and it'll give you a notification, like a ding or like a high pitch sound or low pitch sound if you get the wrong path, which I did that plenty of times. And uh, what's interesting is towards the end of eight eight dash four, you face off what you think is like the final Bowser that throws these fucking hammers and stuff at you, but no, you have to wait. I go under him, I keep running, and it's like a long-ass corridor, and all of a sudden you get to the actual final Bowser, right? And you have these blocks that are jump- like preventing you from jumping over him, right? And here you have to navigate him tossing about 10 or 20 different hammers while trying to go underneath him and get the axe. And I manage to do that. I actually managed to time my hmm. jump, my time my run just right, get underneath him, grab the axe, and then I finally rescue Princess Peach... But yeah, the process from going through Super Mario Brothers, The Lost Levels, that's definitely the hardest Mario game in that entire fucking collection.
1: That's fucking nuts, dude.
0: It is nuts! (laughs) But, uh... I'm happy to report that I've went through those three Mario Brothers games. Fantastic games. Definitely if you have a Switch. Definitely if you have a Switch. And you have the Switch online, you have that SNES app, at least give... Super Mario Bros the lost levels a try. I'm not saying you need to finish this game, but man, it's definitely interesting to see how Evolved some of the level design perspective went from the original Mario Brothers to the second one and how back then like uh, Nintendo of Japan did not feel that the Amer like the American audience would be prepared for this type of game because it's a lot more difficult in terms of the original Mario Brothers. But I still have Super Mario Bros. 3 on All-Stars to go through and play through, and that's going to be a fun little diversion to go through. But the other game that I did play, that I have been playing off and on this past week, has been Destiny 2. Hmm. I have been... And this is what I did. I completed my Solstice Armor stuff that I'm doing. So Destiny 2 has this event right now to where... You get a bunch of these, like... Uh, when it starts, you get these pieces of rare armor that are called, like, Solstice Gear, right? And each piece of gear has a specific requirement you have to meet until it's completed. So once you complete this entire set that you have, it actually upgrades it to Legendary. So the Legendary also has conditions that you have to meet. So one of my friends and I, we went through... We went through a bunch, and we can comp- help complete my armor... I've completed one piece of the legendary armor for my gauntlets. But uh, I'm still trying to somewhat get complete with most of the armor stuff, because Wednesday is like the final day. I think it's like actually the end point for the whole sol- like the Solstice stuff.
1: Hmm.
0: So I'm not too sure how I'm going to do this stuff. But uh, it's going to be an interesting idea. An interesting thing. But uh, what's fascinating is last night... Some my friends and I, we're playing Destiny 2, and we go across, we finish up a whole bunch of stuff to complete one of my Majestic Armor stuff, my Majestic Gauntlets and stuff for my character. I go over to Zur, which Zur is his dealer and stuff. He's pretty much like a dealer, merchant, who sells like a lot of like various like uh, exotic goods and stuff, but this week, I didn't like any of the items or the weapons or the armor that he was selling, and... I had enough legendary shards to where I could get an exotic engram. So, I purchased this exotic engram. I spent, like, about 90 legendary shards. And I get a weapon called the Wave Splitter. The Wave Splitter. I'm looking up my Destiny 2 app right now, which has all this information of weapons that I got, characters, this and that. The Wave Splitter is a trace rifle. So, its description is, Omelon's newest breakthrough uses focused sonic waves to superheat electrons into a devastating energy beam. I freaking have a fucking laser rifle, right? And it has like I think it's like either dark damage or whatsoever. The attack is 1024. The cap for weapon stuff you can power certain things up is like 1060, I believe. But it's got a it's got a trait called harmonic laser where it's intrinsic Laser damage has three power levels that oscillate while the trigger is held down. So this thing gets stronger every time you like hold down the trigger and do this and do that. Earlier on today, I was using the wave splitter while using a, during a public event on ELO, one of the planets and stuff, because I wanted to see what, uh, basically, if I could go through this thing with a couple other people. Though we didn't finish the heroic event, this thing was laying down was just laying out and just taking out freaking uh, Cabal with all these various arms, like heavy duty armor, this and that. It was just whittling down the HP, and I was so happy with that, man, because it felt fucking overpowered as shit, and I loved it. Absolutely. And it's like, I'm using that weapon now, and I'm also using like the foregone conclusion, the auto rifle, 1027 and stuff. It's got like a rapid fire thing. It's got all sorts of various like high-impact reserve rounds and stuff. But I'll tell you what. What's also interesting is, like, my character, I decided to go through a couple shaders with this armor that I'm wearing, and it's hilarious. There was a shader called, like, Scion Poison, or it's basically a purple and green sort of hybrid. So my, my Titan that I'm running right now, he has this majestic looking armor that he's gotten from this whole solstice event but it is a dark kind of green purplish color where it looks fucking cool I loved it I love it and how it like reflects in terms of like uh, when you're doing missions and stuff and all of a sudden you can see when you go into like your titan mode like your titan like uh, what was it that whole like hammer thing and stuff that's supercharged that supercharged <laughs> I was just waiting for that mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's so cool just to, I'm really enjoying getting back into Destiny 2 stuff. I didn't think I was going to be saying that. I thought I was really done with playing through Destiny 2, but honestly, I'm finding a lot of enjoyment out of this game now, and I don't know whether it has something to do that Activision isn't involved, isn't involved in it anymore, but, uh... I'm getting all sorts of various drops, all sorts of good weapons, all sorts of good stuff. I mean, I've purchased, like, the Shadowkeeper DLC, and I pretty much have, like, the Forsaken DLC, because I bought that Destiny 2 Forsaken disc for, like, $5 because it was clearanced. Hmm. But uh, my main mission that I want to do with Destiny 2 right at the moment is try to complete the Solstice Gear, the remaining of it, but I also want to go through the Red Dawn campaign stuff so once that all that stuff gets taken out in like in November and cycled with like say the Beyond Light stuff at least I'm going to be ready for that but uh, that's all I've been playing for this week
1: very nice very nice um, I've only been playing. I, I wanted to get back and tell me why episode 2 but um uh, I sidetracked by
0: <clears throat>
1: Madden and uh, one other game that came out this uh, Friday or Thursday night actually it's uh, kind of cool. It's like usually like when, like I, you know, my buy games most digitally uh, at this point. And uh, usually I usually come at like 11 o'clock my time, social time. Uh, this one actually came out at 8 p.m. on Thursday night. 8 p.m.? Uh, yeah, it was nice. I wish more games did this. It'd be great. Uh, but I, I uh, picked up uh, Tony Hawk Pro Scare 1 and 2. Uh, oh. So, yeah. Uh, but... I've only played a couple hours of it uh, but it, man like I'm I look here I've probably thought about forever I'm not good at games uh, there are games I'm better at than others I was like even back in the day like I was good enough to, I was good enough at Tony Hawk Pro Skater. to I was able to beat them like I wouldn't I'm like I wasn't the 100% guy wasn't the guy getting 10 million points and shit like that like that wasn't me but I was able to like I was good enough to like beat up beat it at least and Gables I am terrible at Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I mm-hmm. Like I, I'm struggling, for sure. You're struggling with it. Oh my god! It's it's taking me, and I I feel a little better because I'm not the only person. Like there's some people like talk. About, I, I like I listen to a podcast or I talk to, or I see on Twitter or whatever talking about. It. It's like it was like I'm just picking up where I left off in like you know 1997 or whatever like or 1998 oh or 2002 or whatever. Because I'm, I'm like here's the thing. I'm I'm over a turning out Pro Scare Three guy and a Thug guy. Those are like my two big ones. Um, like I don't know how many times I beat Three and Thug. Uh, especially Thug, I probably beat that one to ten times back in the day on GameCube, but um, yeah, I it's just it's tough, it's for sure to like, I'm st- <sighs> I, I'm like four, I got four or five levels in, and I'm just like I'm, I'm stuck, <laughs> I'm for sure stuck. You're stuck, yeah. Just well, like tell, tell me where are
0: you right now, Tyler, um, in that game.
1: Well, cause so my my big one, my one big nitpick with this was like they separate in the menus one and two. Um, oh, so it's okay. not just like one continuous flow, which I kind of wish they did, but ah. Uh, uh. I play it's like a
0: collection disc format or something, or is it like?
1: Um, no, so it's, it's I mean it's all one big thing, but yeah, it's like when you get to the main menu, it's like you can just like you you go and you like go to start two or whatever they want to call it, and you pick between one or two or free skate. Oh, I see. So then you know once you start one, you like it's not that big of a it's not a big separation, but it's like there's like that little I don't, know, I, don't know, I just don't like it. They kind of like separate. I was I wish it was like almost like they combine them together and make one long kind of campaign, I guess in, in a sense. But um, yeah. Like, I think in Fortnite Pro Skater 1, I'm on, like, the fourth level. And the second one, I've, I haven't put much of time in the second one, but I'm on, like, the third right. level of that one. But, yeah, it's just, it's funny. Like, the first, like, I, I went through in the warehouse the first level of Fortnite Pro Skater 1 and did nine of the ten challenges. Like, boom. Like, five or six tries. I'm like, all right. I'm not great. Okay, but, you know, it's taking me a little bit, but I'm not, I'm getting there. And then I got, to, I got to school, the second level school, and I'm just like, Oh man, I'm not good at this game at all. This is harder than I remember. <laughs> like, I can't even get the oh, I can't even get the six cool. the six score. Um, so I, I I'm I'm having a blast. It's like girl like I said, growing up. It's like I had a blast playing Tony Hawk. Maybe more, it's so more so because like I really jumped into it hard on three and one and two. I played a little bit back in the day, but I never like that was those weren't the ones I'm nostalgic for more so than. Well, anything. I'll tell you what.
0: I'll yeah. tell you what, Tyler. When it comes to the Tony Hawk games, what was the biggest hurdle for me while going back and playing through the original Tony Hawk like a couple of weeks ago was getting used to not being able to manual, yeah. not able to do reverts. Yeah. obviously, but uh, also figuring out the specials of like say Tony Hawk in general. You know, like doing the nine hundred or doing a McTwist or whatever the hell. Yeah, but also was learning, relearning how to do specific tricks and time them correctly i mean that was the biggest hurdle for me i mean even though i spent like a couple hours playing through that like, that career mode and doing whatever and stuff it took me a while to get used to the whole flow of how the original game was and yeah. to be perfectly honest with you i hadn't done a complete playthrough of like a tony hawk pro skater game since oh god since uh uh, quite a few years ago when i rebought tony hawks pro skater 3 and 4 for the ps2 and i went through both of those games and completed them it's like that was at least a good solid two or three years ago yeah so
1: i mean so like the, the nice thing is they've kind of like they remade these to like today's standards of like basically tony hawk pro skater 4 where a lot of people talk like that's like the best one um right from like a gameplay standpoint where like they have manuals they're reversing this. Like it is modernized for sure. It's like this. Like this is what I wanted for a Tony Hawk game. Probably since like was American Underground was like the mm-hmm. last one that was like pretty good. You know, like I thought I thought it was okay. Um, like it was like, in the P- PS2, you know, beginning of Xbox 360 era. Um, you know, and so like you know, we don't even talk about five. Five was a disaster. Um, it was yeah, completely a disaster. But you know, it's like. I said, for someone that has the nostalgia of the uh, Tony Hawk games, this is like they—they they nailed it for sure. It's like they have done a perfect job in in bringing Tony Hawk to this generation. I love like the, the biggest thing I love actually most of all is like when they when it starts off, they uh, they do like the, the video that you have at the beginning of like the original Skater, Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, and it's uh-huh. like showing them like on like you know VHS quality uh, skateboarding, and then like it cuts <laughs> to them like today skateboarding. So it's like what? them, like even when they're young, and then it cuts to them, like Tony Hawk's in his fifties, Ronnie Mullen is like forty something years old, you know. Jesus, um, Christ. It's just cool, like seeing that. It's like, oh my god, it's like, you know, like seeing that, like it's just cool, like the, the way they, they did did all that. It's just it's just awesome. I think, um, like just starting that off. It, it, but like I said, it's I, I'm having a, a blast with it. I it's taking me a lot longer than I hoped to get good at this game again. Um but I mean, I mean, if it's forty bucks, it's like if you have any nostalgia whatsoever for fucking Tony Hawk games, man, it's like you gotta get it. It's it's good. It's it's really good. Like I said, like it's taking me some time. I'll get there. I know I will. I just gotta stick with it. And like it's great because like each you know each trial is only two minutes. So it's like even if you have a shit trial, you know you can just you know it's, it's you're thirty seconds. In, it's like I'm not. This isn't gonna work. Um, you know, move on. You know, just restart or just wait till it's over or focus on something else. But yeah, I mean, Gable's like, this is something, like I think you would, like, this is something you definitely need to pick up here. Uh,
0: I have been really tempted. I almost bought it today. Yeah. I absolutely almost bought it today. If not for the fact that I had to get a lot of other a lot of other things, <laughs> yeah. then I would have picked it up right then and there. I'll, I may do it fairly soon, though. Yeah. Because I got thinking, it's like, if I buy this then, it's like, oh, God, the freaking Mario thing in the next couple of weeks. Oof.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, I would say get Mario first. But if like, if you're you've got Pikachu, one or the other, it's probably be Mario first. But like, you know, like, th- I, this is eventually you got you got to pick this up because I I think for sure oh, like you were just talking about last week you went went back 100 percented to like Gator One. Um, like I, I think you'd have a like the, you for for sure will just like jump right back in like. It'd because it's funny because I listen to some people like talking about it. I'll, people on Twitter. It's like, yeah, I put like three hours into it. And I've already I've already 100 percent of the whole game, like all the goals. No. I'm like, <laughs> Like both one and two, I'm like, F- what the fuck? It's like seriously. <laughs> it's like goddamn, like man, I would. I mean, like I said, like I was never really great at them. I was good enough to, to beat them, you know, beat them the whole tour mode. But uh yeah, I I, I hope to God we get like a, a, a Pro Scare three. But like if it's like 15 bucks or 20 bucks for a Pro Scare three remake, I would gladly I mean, even 30 bucks. I'd be got. That's the one I for sure want to pick up and play again. But. That's that's one thing I'm playing. It's 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 so good. Um, I mean, like like I said, I'm terrible at it, but it's what I wanted. It, it hit like I play. I talked about it in the demo. It's like it, it seems like they did a good job of bringing it back, and they did. And yeah, if this is if this if you're wanting that Tony Hawk game back, like they did it, support this, and maybe we'll we'll get a new Tony Hawk, an actual new Tony Hawk that's good and not some bullshit like five. Or anything they've made, like any of those bullshit Wii games or ride or whatever. It's like this is our best chance of getting more good ones. So, like much like we're getting, the, we're finally getting the, the Crash Bandicoot Four, I guess. What the, where we're getting here in what like about a month? It's like yeah, we support this show that you know, we want this, and we'll get we'll finally get some new Tony Hawks.
0: You know what I just realized? Hmm. This year, even though this year has been crazy, this feels like a year of the remaster or the rebirth of old franchises or dormant franchises. Mm. Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage, Battletoads, Tony Ox Pro Skater, Crash Bandicoot and even like remasters, they have a collection stuff like from the whole Super Mario 3D All-Stars and even like Final Fantasy. God, Final Fantasy, yeah. Final Fantasy there VII. you go. Final Fantasy 7 like remake, that is front and center. The guiding light right there what i'm saying is man it's like nostalgia the past this is that year and stuff where all these different things are coming into play and it actually feels like you know how good some of those games are it feels like i'm back in like the 90s the early 2000s (laughs) yeah it it just feels weird i'd
1: say what 70 percent of the time fucking nostalgia bites us in the ass you know but this has been a year where, like, it definitely feels like nostalgia has been like it's it's worked in our favor. Finally, it's like trying to find the one good thing in this year. It's like for you know, for game, just you know, I mean, obviously in a bubble, you know, for just gaming, it's it's you know, nostalgia. It's been a great year f- for us for that in that standpoint. Everything else, trash. Nostalgia and gaming, brilliant. You know. Yep. So yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up this guys for this week. Like I said, thank you so much for listening. If you want to check us out, uh, we're in all those places, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google podcast, uh, like join, subscribe, follow five stars, comment, review, share, whatever you can do in all those places. Please do that. Twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Give them a big follow over there, please. Um, extra life two months away, extra life.org. Uh, go there, sign up, please. I uh, really would appreciate that. Send some shares, more people sign up better. Um, yeah thank you guys for listening i was your host i was tyler
0: and i have been colonel gables so until next time i hope you play some fun games definitely hope that you'll get everything else all your ducks in a row and do whatever the hell it is that you do (laughs) Mm -hmm. but most importantly of all that thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the drunk dash nerds podcast
1: and hey gables Mm -hmm. mhm cuckoo cheese Cougar cheese. Cougar cheese. Cougar. Let's try to get it one more time. Can't forget about Cougar cheese, most importantly. going get the Cougar cheese. <laughs> I can't wait till they put it in like a spam jar of Cougar cheese. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs>